I just found one of our old resource cards. It's my bookmark. And I thought, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> Free your mind. So I've got another great little section from Quantum Forgiveness here I just would like to share. Linear time is nothing more than the ego's attempt to hold cause and effect apart from each other. The course teaches us that linear time is impossible because ideas leave not their source. Another way of saying this is that the mind gets exactly what it wants. And when it wants only peace, it cannot perceive anything but a peaceful world. But as long as it is not sure about what it wants, then there seems to be a gap between cause and effect. Even when Nemo seems to get everything he wants, he is still not happy. He still continues to play out hypotheticals in an attempt to find fulfilment in form. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So continuing on. Yeah. I think if you've watched our Movie Watcher's Guide to Enlightenment, you know also that uh, these, so these movies and these songs and themes and everything are very scripted, and it's quite amazing how the Spirit has been speaking to us and singing to us and trying to reach us, to wake us up all through our life. You know, so even songs maybe that you liked from years ago, but you don't even know why you like them, they, then they, all of a sudden they have new meaning when, you have, when your mind is aware and, and open. And uh, I was looking through the book today and uh, there's a little verse from the, the song Sandman from the Colettes mm. in there and basically the whole song is about the special relationship. Bring me a dream. Uh, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. The thing about it is it's like specialness and the ego want us to have a substitute for love, a substitute for our divine love. So. That's where the ego made up special relationships and even special love relationships to distract us from going inside and realizing that we're the Christ. So, uh, I don't know if you've noticed that during this movie there's a song that plays every once in a while and it's Sandman uh, from the Colettes. You know, it's, it's the ego's song uh, that's behind all of these scenarios, the different scenarios that... Uh, Nemo is going through. I'll play just a bit of it here for you. That's what's behind all of this. So it's a perfect song to have woven through. It's almost like the Spirit's giving us a clue. What is going on? Why are all these scenarios there? What is, where is we going to find meaning in all these uh, worldly scenarios? And underneath, the ego is saying, Oh yeah, I'll bring you a dream. I'll bring you lots of dreams and 
you can just stay stuck dreaming forever as far as the ego is concerned. It doesn't want you to wake up to see you're the Christ and, and join those that have gone like Jesus that have ascended and realized the I am presence. It would rather have you be stuck in serial dreams. Uh, I think there's a part in the, dream, in the hero of the dream section of A Course in Miracles where Jesus uses the phrase, the serial adventures of the body. The serial, serial adventures, you know, it's just one life, seeming lifetime after another. The serial adventures of the body, it's part of, and, and the hero is emphasized, always the person, the personality, the body is emphasized as the hero. That's the one who's the subject, and then the world around it with all the other characters is the object. And the ego likes this game of subject-object because it's duality. There's no oneness in it. There's always duality, there's always opposites, there's always conflict and friction, and there's always death. And it always ends not good. And now we're being shown by the Holy Spirit there's a better way, a way that takes us home through a new purpose. So we are just beginning to get rolling with this movie. I say we got to roll them and let, enjoy it because our, our friend Nemo has uh, the announcement saying he's got some relationships to go through. He's got, he's got three different relationships to play out. So we don't have the benefit of just what one. We get to watch all three and all of the struggles uh, that he goes through with different motives and so on and so forth. It can be helpful to think of the choices we make, who to meet, where to go, where to eat, what to do for a living during the course of our life as an idol package. Jesus says in the course, what is an idol? Do you think you know? An idol is a wish made tangible and given form and thus perceived as real and seen outside the mind. Yet it is still a thought and cannot leave the mind that is its source. What purpose has an idol then? What is it for? Each worshipper of idols harbors hopes his special desires will give him more than other men possess. It does not really matter more of what, more beauty, more intelligence, more wealth, or even more affliction and more pain. And when one fails, another takes its place with hope of finding more of something else. Be not deceived by forms the something takes. An idol is a means for getting more. So in the movie, you know, when he's... All of us can relate to having hobbies and having relationships and having things that we seem to become obsessed with uh, on earth. But in this particular sequence, you know, he's, he's writing his novel, space novel, going off to Mars, and there he is with all the like Vaseline on his face and the little probes keeping him in hibernation. And then you hear him just speak one word with his eyes closed, Elise, and then Later on, we, we just heard him say that word again, Elise. And then there's this uh, attraction to Elise. And uh, I was just watching the amazing foreshadowing. I think you'll remember as he was just 
going up to that uh, place where the music was playing to go in when he first met Elise. You know, he saw her as a little girl, a little blonde girl. But he goes up, then he walks in, and then what's the song playing when he walks into the hall? Sweet dreams are made of these, who am I to disagree? You know, that this song is a very much of a foreshadowing song of here we go, getting entangled into specialness, into seeking outside yourself to find completion, into seeking outside yourself to find love, and even though she says, I'm not a good person, even though she just said, I'm in love with Stefano, but I can't help it, you know, because he's wondering, what does that mean, I can't help it? You know, it's almost like uh, um, he's just got such a, a, a strong need, and yet she's just rebounding off of this relationship with Stefano. And, and this is... These are just showing you cases of how the ego works. It's the, it's the preference package, it's the idle preference package underneath that says, I'm not enough, I'm not fulfilled, I need to have one to complete me, I need to find the one that will complete me. You know, there's a lot of programming in those fairy tales about searching for the prince, searching for the one that will complete. And we see in this movie, you just see it acted out in all these different scenarios in his mind. And then the rejection thing, you know, when um, he feels, he sees her with Stefano, he goes off and he smashes himself, his body up and his motorcycle um, out of this horror of rejection. Uh, it's just showing you all the egoic purposes played out, and so Nemo is acting them all out in all these different uh, scenarios, uh, it's, I think uh, we're starting to see that with Elise it's more like he's, he's a little bit into the rescuer. He wants to rescue her from, from her dark emotions. Uh, we see a little bit with Anna, um, once he got it flipped around and, and realized that it wasn't a good line about uh, those, they're idiots, uh, idiots line, he now flips it around and, and he's, they're just having their little pact under the blankets, I love you, it's forever, and it's more of a soulmate kind of a thing. Uh, so that's pursued in that direction, and then we haven't really seen much with Jean yet, the oriental woman, uh, just that she was there at a very beautiful house and pool and and uh, with a couple children. But we're watching these relationships play out and I think I want you to just notice, don't be fooled by the form on the surface. What is the motive? What is the purpose of the relationship? Is the relationship coming out of a sense of purpose and fulfillment and collaboration for the awakening of the whole universe, for the awakening of the sonship, for, for the good of the whole? in conjunction with the angels and the Holy Spirit, or is it out of a sense of lack, out of a sense of um, deprivation, out of a sense of compulsion, out of a sense of, uh, I need to find, you know, like that song, can anybody find me somebody to love, you know, the, this, all the songs that are always looking, looking, looking for that completion. Mm. Uh, the, all the so-called love songs, which actually are, 
are just hymns of praise to the ego because it's still searching in the form to find the love. Instead of seeing the form as a reflection of the state of mind, it's looking to find the form that will fulfill. And basically the problem with, with that is that Jesus tells us in the Course that the body is a means and not an end. Mm. The body will never serve as an end, it will never serve as a substitute for God. You will never find love in a body. Uh, I'm thinking of that song, I'll paraphrase it, but I'll change it around a little bit to Holy Spirit lyrics. Uh, You're nobody and nobody loves you. You're nobody and nobody cares. You know, you, you, you're, the ego wants you to f find yourself somebody to love. And bodies were made by the ego and the only way that you find true love is by forgiving that use of the body, forgiving that it's going to be some kind of an end. You're going to find the perfect one and you'll just ride off into the sunset and the birds will be chirping and they'll have little twinkly sounds all around you and sparkly lights as you just ride off into the sunset and then, and then it goes the end. And they lived happily ever after. Boy, the ego is like a master marketer. It's like, it, it's like a, a massive mind-washing of pursuing the love in form. And what Jesus tells us is love is content, meaning in your, inside you, and not form of any kind. So this is a fantastic movie for those nine chapters in A Course in Miracles on special relationships. You know, people sometimes read those, they get sick, they overeat, they can't handle what those chapters are saying. But this movie, Mr. Nobody, is just showing you, playing them out and showing you that, that this goes for love in this world and yet everything, the body can only be a means and not an end. What do I mean by means? It's a means of communication. It's a communication device and is, when you give the body over to the Holy Spirit to use it as a communication device to let the Holy Spirit smile through it and laugh through it and hug through it and radiate through it, then the body becomes less and less emphasized. And your spirit, teach only love for that is what you are, becomes more and more emphasized. The flip side is the more you put onto the body and the more you try to give it a reality, the less you really know who you are and the, and the more you forget what reality is. And I heard during our session here, I heard our friend Calico actually posted something, wasn't it about John Lennon, the more real that you become, the less real the world becomes. The more real you become, the more you know yourself as a spirit, the less real in your awareness that the world will become. It will be more dreamlike, it will be more, see, more temporary. And, and in the end, of course, Jesus helps and reminds us that really reality is not a matter of more or less. <laughs> it's just a, a metaphor. Uh, but because if love and truth and joy are reality, spirit is reality, then that means that 
what we thought of as the body and all the images of time and space don't have any reality whatsoever. It's not really a matter of more or less as you go deeper to it. So here we go. It's cranking up with Elise. We've gotten into Elise and Anna. Uh, Elise, he's trying to rescue Elise. Anna, he thinks he's found his soulmate. And we'll find out with Jean uh, coming in. Jean's going to get in here pretty quick. Michael has something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Whether to stay or leave seems to be a big decision if we're with a partner. But all decisions are the same illusion. They are a choice for nothingness. If the ego has an attachment to the person, it's going to want the stay inclusion, uh, illusion. <laughs> If it has an aversion to the person, it's going to want the leave illusion. Through following guidance, however, we can reach a point of non-attachment where it is possible to say, I love you whether you stay or go. Because true love has no attachment, no investment in outcomes. To the ego, that is ridiculous. It demands tangible goals. But what about peace of mind as a goal? Why not have a state of mind goal instead of a form-based goal? Peace of mind is perfectly attainable, but there is never an outcome in form that can truly satisfy. In fact, the Course says that our will is universal and cannot be content with form of any kind. Okay, let's keep going. That was beautiful. That was bliss. <laughs> that's got to be your ultimate soulmate scene. Come on. It sets up with Humphrey Bogart. You know, that's, that's way up there. You know, but you have to look at the ideas. You know, she's opening to love and I've been waiting for this. Rea renouncing all other lives for one. Get the violins out. Let's get the violins out, please. <coughs> renouncing all others for one. What do you mean by that? If you are renouncing all lives, body lives, personal lives, for one spirit, then that's the Holy Spirit speaking. But if you're renouncing all lives for that one special person that's going to fulfill you, that's going to make the butterflies float and the birds sing and choirs of angels sing because you found the one, the one and only one, different from all the other ones, renouncing all the other ones for this one. If you're talking bodies and persons, you are falling hook, line, and sinker. The ego is back in the mind just laughing, going, I <laughs> got you on that one. It's called a special love relationship. Jesus calls it that in the Course. Special love relationship. Interesting three words put together. Because it's the ego's substitute for waking up to eternal love and knowing God. This is the most attractive illusion. 
its most boasted weapon, its most prized gift. When you, even if you get past all the rest, it's always going to have one ace card that it's going to play because it has to stop you from seeing, like Lesson 128, the world I see holds nothing that I want. If you think the world holds nothing but, except for this one special one or whatever, this is the ego's ace card. This is what's going to be the last thing that will keep you from heaven. It's the, again, boast, most boasted gift, the most prized weapon. This is the thing. So we've reached that stage and, and Nemo's reviewing all the things, but this is the one thing that he felt most connected to, most in love with, was uh, Anna. And to him, Anna has become an end. He's, he's looking for her. Separated at 15, he's looking for her around the corner. He's watching for her. She's watching for him. But whenever you're looking for a form, for a person to save the day, and you're waiting for them, you're watching. Some, some Christians that are, do this with Jesus. They, they just are going to live their life and have their politics be whatever, do whatever, da 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 da. And then Jesus is going to come on that white horse during the resurrection day. He's just going to come down the white horse and it's just going to come down from the sky. And he's just, they're going to look for Jesus, the person to come and save them from the apocalypse and take them back to heaven. No, not even Jesus the man is the savior. It's in the mind. Christ is in our mind. The kingdom of heaven is within. It's not going to be a man on a white horse. That's just again another fantasy that's projecting it out into the form, into time. So let's just see uh, how this goes here. We've got the one of the ultimate uh, soulmate reunion scenes going and some of you might have heard of the butterfly effect that was mentioned early on. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those butterfly effect movies, but here you go. You're you're going to get a taste of the butterfly effect. Here we go. Well, it's a quantum moment. It looks like we've had a power failure in Mexico. <laughs> um, it's a transformer that's blown and it sounds like um, we're going to call it a day. We'll, end, we'll stop the movie where it is right now, and we'll uh, start up again uh, tomorrow morning.